All right, welcome to Crampin' My Style, the podcast. I am your host, Tyler, last name Crampin', hence the name. And today I'm going to talk about, well, not really talk about, but more of going to what's been going on recently with me. I did say on a previous podcast I ended up buying a microphone so I can record at home. And I know I said that I had to move into my new place first so I could set it up, get some Wi-Fi working, and actually have a place to record. Well, I've gotten it. Everything is set up. My microphone is mounted to my desk. My laptop is hooked up to the Wi-Fi. Cable's working. New place is set up. I dig it. It's awesome. It's good to go. I'm glad. I don't have to sit here and record off my phone anymore. I can sit here at my computer and actually, you know, if, you know, I can't remember something off the top of my head, I can actually research it while I'm doing this podcast to maybe improve the quality of the podcast. Obviously, the microphone probably improves the sound quality a little bit. Um, Obviously, I'm not in the most, what's that word, um... The, the best, I'm not in the best recording spot. I mean, I don't have any, you know, soundproof walls or anything like that. I'm just kind of recording from my desk. But, you know, it's better than recording off an iPhone. So, a lot of the topics we're going to get into today are sports related. It is NFL season again. Training camp has started. Preseason games have started. Um... So we're going to get in a little bit of that, mostly towards the Bucks end of it, because the Bucks are, you know, my team, my squad. So I'm looking forward to getting into that. Also, I'll dabble in a little bit of golf. Tiger Woods has played pretty well lately. You know, I don't really watch golf other than when he's playing, but, you know, I'll get into how Tiger's been playing and all that. Um, not really... Any other sports going on? Obviously, LeBron, you know, starting to practice with the Lakers a little bit. So, um, I'm definitely looking forward to NBA season two, you know. But it's a little early for that. Um, Music-wise, I don't think I've talked about anything really music-wise lately. So, we can get into a couple of things. Um, I got, let's see. We could talk about Nicki Minaj's album, I guess. Um, we could talk about that that Fifi record with Six Nine. We could talk about that a little bit. Uh, but other than that, I mean, musically right now, I don't have anything that I really want to talk about. Oh, I actually do want to talk about Royce DeFi9's, uh video for Summer Unlock. I want to talk about that too. Um, Wrestling-wise, SummerSlam was this past Sunday, so a few few days ago. Uh, I know, I don't know if a lot of you are wrestling fans, but, you know, stated before, I'm a, I'm a huge wrestling fan. So, uh, we could talk about SummerSlam and what that all means, you know, Roman Reigns is now the Universal Champion. So, we could talk about that. Um... Yes. Oh, and 
on another podcasting front, we can uh, shout out, you know, my inspiration actually for the podcast, the Joe Budden podcast. We can shout them out for getting a deal on Spotify now. So, yeah, we won't be, I don't believe we'll be able to watch it on YouTube anymore or and it's not going to be on SoundCloud anymore, but we'll be able to, you know, they, they've moved up in the world a little bit. They, you know, now they're going to be making a little bit of serious money off this, off their podcast. So shout out to them. Rory, Maul, Joe Budden. They were actually the inspiration for me getting started on this podcast. So, you know, congratulations to them. Um, the first... The first topic I'll get into is NFL season. Preseason has started. Camp has begun. I like a lot of things I've seen. Um, I haven't watched all of the games because, you know, work, life, stuff like that. But um, a lot of things are looking pretty good. Some are not so good. Um guess we'll start off with my with my Tampa Bay Buccaneers here we'll start off with them Jameis looked pretty damn good in that uh in this last preseason game he didn't play in the first one against the Dolphins but we did uh but he did play here in the second one and he played pretty damn good we eked out that first week win against the Dolphins so we had a pretty decent sized lead we started to fuck around and let you know let it go, but hey, you know, a win's a win, you know what I mean? I guess the Titans, though, uh, Jameis made his preseason debut, and we pretty much routed the Titans, so I'm glad we played well. I'm looking forward to see how we even improve on that, and who knows? I, I, I like how our backup quarterbacks are playing, uh, you know, Ryan Griffin and Fitzpatrick. Um, so hopefully we'll be okay when Jameis misses the first three games of the year. I, you know, I hope we can at least, you know, we play at the Saints uh, and then home versus the Eagles and home against the Steelers on Monday Night Football. Um, though that's... Uh, Really, really tough three-game stretch there. So, I, uh, if we can at least get one win out of that series of games, I think without Jameis, I think we'll be okay for the season. Because then we play the Bears, Falcons, Browns. Those are our next three games. After that, we can... Bears, I don't really like. I mean, Mitchell Trubisky is playing pretty good, but I just I, I'm not a fan of the Bears. Uh, the Falcons, we always played them pretty well in division, and we always tend to play better for some ungodly reason on the road against the Falcons. So I think we could take that one too, and then the Browns are actually going to scare some people this year. We might actually fuck around and lose to the Browns this year because the Browns, I mean, I've been watching Hard Knocks, and I know Hard Knocks is supposed to make the team look good, but 
they are looking really good. Tyrod Taylor is, you know, is playing pretty damn good. Baker make big God damn it, I can't even talk. Baker Mayfield is playing pretty good as well for you know for a rookie. I think they're gonna keep Tyrod as the starter though for the regular season. I know that the coaches come out and said that, but even if no matter how well Baker plays, I think Tyrod will start the season. Because, I mean, you know, there's really no point in training for a guy if you're not going to uh, – training for a guy that good and you're not going to play him. So, um, I think we'll fuck around and lose against the Browns this year. But, you know, the rest of our schedule isn't too bad. I mean, Bengals, Panthers, we always play well against divisions. Redskins, uh, uh, I mean, Alex Smith is going to do – you know, do them wonders at quarterback better than Kirk Cousins. But I don't think they'll make the playoffs in that division. They won't be able to run the ball unless Adrian Peterson, who, yeah, by the way, that's kind of new news. Um, he signed with the Vikings. Or, I mean, with the Vikings. With the Redskins. So, you know, they really can't run the ball. And I don't think Adrian Peterson's going to come back and be the Adrian Peterson of old. So, that we should be able to win that one. Giants, you know, I don't know how they're going to be. Saquon Barkley's next level, and but as long as that if that offensive line continues to struggle, they're not going to be able to win it that many games offensively. Um, the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo, kind of scares me a little bit. Not going to lie. Um, again, Panthers, Saints after that. At, we play at the Ravens in Baltimore. I might have to go to that game. I'm not that far away from, uh, what is it, M&T Bank Stadium. I'm not that far away from that here in uh, good old Fredericksburg, Virginia. I'm not that far away. So I might be able to go to that late season game, uh, depending on where I'm at. And I might be down in Florida for the holidays or something. So I don't, you know, I don't know if I'll be able to make that one. Well, no, I might. I don't know. It all depends on the money and where I'm at and all that. That'd be a good game to go to. Plus, my homeboy, uh, D, shout out to D. He's a, he's a Ravens fan. So, And I know a couple of Ravens fans up in here, here in Fredericksburg, too. So I might be able to go to that game. We'll see. Um, but we've had a pretty good training camp and uh, preseason, you know. Practices have looked pretty good. No major injuries yet. Um, like I said, the ma- major key to our season is losing James for those three games. That That's going to hurt us. So hopefully if we can come out with one win in those three games, we'll do pretty damn good for ourselves. I think. I mean, maybe that's a biased fan opinion, but, you know, whatever. I, you know, I'm a Bucks fan. I've, I've said it multiple times, and I'll say it again. Browns though, let's get let's get back to them. I want to talk about them for a few minutes. Um, Baker Mayfield, I think I I want him to be the starter. I mean, drafting a guy number one overall should you know make him the starter, but Tyrod, you know, ain't no slouch either. So I think trading you're kind of in a rock and a hard place if they both play pretty well, but. You know, I guess they know what they're doing better than me. I'm not a coach, so, you know, I don't need anything, you know. Um, 
Des Bryant is looking to sign over there in Cleveland, I guess. Uh, I, on the last episode of Hard Knocks, uh, he showed up in Cleveland, uh, walked in building, was happy, you know, high-fiving everybody. Uh, started talking to Hugh Jackson. Hugh basically said, you know, I need guys like you. So they didn't make a deal, but, you know, at this point, if I'm Dez, you know, you, uh, no contender is going to take you really because of your previous issues on the Cowboys. Cleveland isn't going to be the up-and-coming team this year. Why wouldn't you want to join that? Why, you know, no matter the money, why wouldn't you want to join that? I mean, they got, you know, they got a squad over there now. Antonio Callaway, that's going to be the player to watch out of that draft class. You know, besides Baker and Nick Chubb, I think Antonio Callaway, and I watched him play a lot at Florida, being a Gators fan, and, man, that kid has some speed. I mean, if he can handle his off-the-field issues, you know, with the weed and stuff like that, then, oh, man, that man's going to be a beast in the league. So... Cleveland's got some talent on offense, and Josh Gordon hopefully comes back to some sort of shell of himself. So, Dez, if I was Dez, I'd want to get in on that. Um, I know a lot of this hard knocks is hyping, you know, the Browns up, so they might not be. I mean, I don't know about making the playoffs, but to go from one and fifteen, zero and sixteen, to maybe seven, eight wins. Is realistic to me. Um, they and they got another, and I completely missed this player five seconds ago. But Jarvis Landry, juice man, dude's a monster, and he ain't he ain't afraid to say what he feels. He wants to be, you know, Cleveland to be a contender. And I saw that in the in the in the Hard Knock show where you know he called out his whole receiving room and. You know he's scrapping it out there with with DBs on the field on the practice field, and I think he's got a chip on the shoulder because Miami, you know, kind of did him dirty at least in my opinion. And I've had this discussion with you know my brother and dad who are Dolphins fans. You know I've had they I think Miami should have paid that man. You don't let players like that go. The talent that he has, you don't let him go. Um, so I don't know what. I mean, I guess they didn't want to pay that much. What was it, $18 million a year or something? But he's, he's a player that of that caliber. You have to keep him somehow. Or else you're never going to win any games in this league. And not to sidetrack on Miami for a second, but Tannehill, is in, this is that year for him to me. I've been a big Tannehill supporter, you know, since they drafted him. And he's shown the, the flashes but he can't stay healthy. And I think this is that year where the Dolphins, it's kind of like a make or break for them with Tannehill. So we'll see who was right. And Jarvis has kind of talked down on Tannehill and the Dolphins since leaving, but that might be because he's, you know, upset they didn't pay him or or what. I don't know. guess we'll find out who's right during the season. Um, Let's see. We can switch topics here a little bit. 
but I, I do, you know, I, I am glad that football season has started again. You know, that's my favorite sport. Shit, I, you know, I'm, I'm amped up. Now my phone's going off in, in, in the middle of recording a podcast. But um, Tiger Woods, I guess we'll switch to, you know, the golf topic. Tiger Woods finished great in uh oh which 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 uh which damn major was it this past one was it the PGA championship maybe let me see let me scroll through here and see which I swear it might I don't know I got to get my golf tournaments down yeah it was the it was the PGA I was right okay yeah he finished second to the PGA so, like, I mean, and he had a chance of winning it. A couple of blunders. Yeah, I mean, he went to that tournament. And he's, he's playing really, really good golf again. And that's, that's awesome for the sport. That's awesome for me because I'm actually turning into golf, tuning into golf tournaments because Tiger Woods is watching. I don't watch golf, uh, you know, other than when Tiger Woods is playing. That's how that shows you how much the sport needs Tiger anyway. Um, you know, Jordan Speed, they're all good players. Adam Scott. But like, there's there's good players and then there's Tiger Woods, so it's good to see him back after a few years of you know injuries and, and, and just not playing well and that whole scandal years ago with his wife and, and all the women and stuff. It's good to see Tiger Woods playing top five major golf again, and I think he can still pass Jack Nicklaus's 18 majors. That's just you know my opinion. I think he'll be the favorite to win the Masters next year. If he keeps, you know, I think he will win the Masters next year if he keeps playing the way he's playing. Um, and one more topic here on Tiger. Tiger and Phil, I guess, are doing a, a, a head-to-head match, which I've never seen anything like this before, golf-wise. Head-to-head um, match in, in November, right before Thanksgiving, for $9 million. It's on pay-per-view. I mean, that's that's nuts think about it but I mean I might tune in I don't know I don't know if I'm gonna buy the pay-per-view that's probably uh, but I'm gonna you know I'm definitely gonna turn tune into that um, you know it says right here November 23rd in Vegas they're gonna go head-to-head and I guess they're already talking smack uh, Tiger tweeted it's on Phil tweeted I bet you think it's the easiest nine mil you ever make Sorry, Phil, but I think you might be right in that sense. It might be the easiest nine mil Tigers are going to make. That's a lot of money for a golf tournament. Shit, that's a lot of money for a golf tournament. But Tiger and Phil are the two, you know, two golfers, you know, for me. I'm a, you know, I'm a casual golf fan. I don't, I don't, like I said, I only watch when Tiger's playing. I don't even watch when Phil's playing, only if they're both playing in the same tournament. Like, uh, you know, Tiger is just that guy in golf. Um, let's see what else was I going to get into? Oh, wrestling, SummerSlam. I can get into that a little bit. I know y'all aren't big wrestling fans, but I can get into that. Um, Ronda Rousey made, you know, she finally won her first women's championship. In w- since arriving in WWE not too long ago, 
I don't know who doesn't know who Ronda Rousey is, but if you don't know who Ronda Rousey is, she is the like the leader in women's MMA. Like she's not the best fighter anymore, but she led the way. She paved the way for all the women, the great women fighters you see today. So, and now she's been she's been a huge wrestling fan her whole life, and. She finally won her first women's championship, beating Alexa Bliss pretty handily. Um, I haven't fully watched the pay-per-view yet. I've watched part of it. Um, but, yeah, she beat her pretty handily, and she's, you know, the, the woman. I'm glad WWE made her decision because she's not like Brock in the sense that you know, she's not, she doesn't have that sense of entitlement. She does, she, you know, Brock doesn't really like the business all that much. He only likes the money. Rhonda is actually a fan of the business and, you know, wants to make the business thrive. So I'm looking forward to see where they take her while holding this women's championship. It looks like they're going to go with a whole kind of stone cold Vince McMahon thing with her and Stephanie. Because um, I think she next night on Raw she attacked Stephanie, and broke her arm, quote unquote, again. So I think they're gonna try and do the whole Austin and Angle with Rousey and Steph. So I'm looking forward to see where they go with that. Uh, I think she's doing for the short time she's been in the ring. She's actually pretty damn good. Uh, her match at WrestleMania surprised the shit out of me. Um, I know you know Stephanie and Triple H kind of you know. Kind of had to fluff it up a bit, I guess. You know, being that they, you don't want Ronda Rousey bumbling on the big stage. But, you know, I mean, she did pretty damn well. Hell, she hoisted Triple H up on her goddamn shoulders. And that dude's huge. So, props to her. Um, Roman Reigns is the Universal Champion. A lot of wrestling fans hate that. And if you are a wrestling fan listening to the podcast, you know Why? I'm I'm a Roman Reigns fan, so I don't you know I don't get the hate. I mean he deserves the spot he's in. You know is he the best in anything? No, I mean he's not the best wrestler. He's not the best on the mic. He's not the best uh, in the ring. You know, like psychology wise, but that man puts in the work and he he's developing his craft every day and he deserves the spot he's in. Um, so I'm glad he finally overcame the hump and beat Brock Lesnar for the belt. Now, Brock's going to go do the whole UFC thing, which I will get into once they, you know, once they actually announce the fight and everything. I'll, I want to talk about Brock and, and DC and how I think uh, Brock's going to stomp a hole in DC's ass in, in the cage, I think. I think it's Brock, Brock's itching, man. He's itching after that Mark Hunt fight. And, you know, whether he's on steroids or not, I mean, dudes, it, regardless, he's athletically gifted. And now that he's in the testing pool being watched even more, he's, he's not going to fail a test. Then again, I said the same thing about John Jones, and he failed another test. But I'm still waiting on John Jones to come back, too. Um, but I think Brock's going to stomp DC in that octagon. That's what I think. Back to Reigns. Um, the next night on Raw, Braun Strowman 
actually had his money in the bank contract ready to cash in. Like he cash started cashing it in and he was gonna, you know, pin Reigns after, you know, he Reigns had already had a match. But the shield came in, you know, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Rollins and Ambrose came in and saved the day. And it'd been a while since we seen the shield. So it was good to see it now. I don't know whether they're heels now. And Roman made a heel turn with his with his shield mates or they're all just, you know, making the save. I don't know. But Roman Reigns is going to be the, the universal champion for the foreseeable future. And, and I've been, you know, it's about time. I mean, you know, Roman, he deserves a spot and it's it's a good look for him. Um, the Bludgeon Brothers, which is Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, actually won the titles, or, well, didn't win them, but retained the titles at SummerSlam, only to, for one half, Eric Rowan to get hurt. So they had to drop him uh, last night on SmackDown to the New Day. So the New Day is now five-time tag team champions. I love the New Day. They're fucking hilarious. And, you know, they're pretty damn good at what they do in the ring. So, I'm, yeah, the new, the new day is a shit. Um, so, but hopefully Eric Rowan gets healthy and is able to, you know, return. And maybe they'll get the belts back from the new day. Who knows? AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. Uh, AJ Styles is now the longest reigning champion in SmackDown history, passing JBL back in the in the back, you know, what, decade ago or something, or, what, what is it, yeah, what was it, 15 years ago it might be now, or 13 years ago, that JBL was on that long reign as SmackDown Undisputed Champion, well, AJ Styles has passed him after beating Samoa, well, he didn't really beat Samoa Joe, he lost to Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe by disqualification, but he is now the longest reigning champion in SmackDown history, because you can't lose the title on disqualification disqualification but I think I love AJ Styles but I think Samoa Joe should be champ Samoa Joe's on a killer run since coming back from his injury so I think he should be champ when it comes to that and they put on a great show they, they've they known each other for years Joe's insulting AJ's wife you know stuff like that they, when they bring real stuff like that into storylines that makes only the show only better but that'll be well, a little bit of it for wrestling. I don't want to get too much. I don't want to sound like a nerd, I guess. But uh, musically, oh, what? I don't want to talk about musically. I don't even remember, to be honest with you. Um, oh, I guess we could start with the Royce, the Royce video, the Royce Five Nine video, Summer Unlocked, where you know him push and Fab and and Jada and. They all got together and filmed that video. It was a nice video. It was a dope video. Uh, Royce has been killing it with these videos lately. Uh, he had the one with J. Cole, which J. Cole actually du- directed. So, um, And now he's got this one for, this, for the album. And this one, I mean, they're riding around. Royce has got a Beamer, I think. And Oh, what's the other car? There's another car in that video that I can't remember up. But uh, it, it's a real nice video. If y'all want to go watch it, it's on his YouTube channel, Royce Five Nine Official. Um, 
but the end. It's a great song off a great album. That's still my favorite album of the year, uh, Book of Ryan. I still have yet to open my vinyl that I bought for that album. Um, I might actually crack that open today, to be honest with you. But, um, and I hope the next video he does for that album is for the track Cocaine, because that that's my favorite song and still is my favorite song off of that album so i hope he does a video for that um i know i probably missed a couple topics that i was that i said i was going to talk about at the beginning of the podcast but lord knows i can't fucking remember things these days my brain's a little whacked out so um for now I guess that, that'll be it for now. This week's episode, I just wanted to get it recorded, get get set up on my new mic, and, you know, get it, see see how it works, see how the quality came out. Um, by the way, this still will be posted on the Anchor app. I actually found a way, well, I guess I found the way that they posted on their site. I didn't know on their site they had an option to upload from a PC, so I can actually record it from Mixcraft here on my computer and upload it to Anchor which would then upload it to you know Apple Podcasts or whatever whatever the case may be so you can still find it on your Anchor app I will share it on my Facebook my Twitter my Instagram and probably my Snapchat who knows but yeah you can still find it same places as you did before so hopefully these podcasts will become more often Um, I'm going through a little bit of shit at work right now. We don't really have a GM at our store, so it's kind of like, you know, I got to do more and and not have a little, have a little bit less free time. So, but they will be coming. Just know that. All right. Well, I will catch you guys down the road, and you guys have a good rest of your week. <laughs>